0: Now,
1: here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, I'm going to start uh, this week's show with a question that I got from a listener um, to our radio program. And by the way, if you ever have a question for us, you can send that in through our website at 525longtermcare.com. Just click on the radio tab, and you will see a little box there that says Submit a Question. And we love it when we get the questions. It helps us sometimes we'll build a show around it or sometimes the question fits into a show that we already have planned. But um, I always look at those. So if you ever have a question for us, just jump on our website and send that in. But the question this week comes from Angela. And Angela asked this. She says, I may be living with my daughter after I retire. Can I use long-term care insurance to pay her if she is taking care of me? This is a great question. Um, It really is. This is something that everybody um, asks in our class. They want to know, can they pay a family member? And the short answer is yes, you can, Angela. You can use long-term care insurance to pay a family, but you have to have the right plan from a participating carrier that will allow this. Not all plans will allow you to pay a family member, but there are options out there today, and that's what we're going to learn about. We're going to spend some time just kind of unwinding that and I'm going to share with you what you need to know if you are planning on paying a family member for providing that long-term care services for you. Now, first off, let's back up a little bit here. Um, Something in her question got me thinking here and it was this phrase, can I use long-term care insurance to pay her if she is taking care of me? Well, what you need to understand is that all of the long-term care insurance policies, you have to trigger the policy. So I wanted to just spend a quick second before we get into it just talking a little bit about the basics because regardless of who the insurance carrier is, whether how they pay you, whether they allow you to pay a family member or not, the plans are going to trigger in one of two ways. And that's what we just really want to clarify here and make sure that Angela Angela knows this. And what I mean by that you don't, you know, move into an assisted living facility and then call your insurance company and say, hey, I want you to start paying the, the assisted living facility. You actually have to trigger your policy. And so there's two ways that you can trigger a policy. And this is standard. The National Association of Insurance Commissioners set these rules in place. I mean, think about it. This is where it came from. The old policies, some of them would say you need help with three ADLs and a cognitive impairment. And then the newer ones, maybe that say, oh, you need um, you know, two ADLs and a cognitive impairment. They were kind of all over the place. Or you had to have, you know, there are all kinds of issues that were written in these older policies. You had to be into a you know, facility only that was defined as a nursing home. So what the National Association of Insurance Commissioners did years ago is they came in and they standardized a lot of the rules for long-term care insurance. And so we know, just like life insurance, if you die, someone gets paid a benefit. Well, long-term care now, there is a standard trigger, and there's going to be one of two ways that you will trigger that policy and start receiving your benefits. The number one out there by far, um, actually I shouldn't say by far, the number one that since 2019 is now cognitive impairment. This by itself turns on your insurance policy. So if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's, you're diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, you have a cognitive issue, severe memory loss, whatever it is, you need assistance, that is going to trigger your long-term care insurance by itself. Now, the second way that you're going to turn a policy on is through what we call a physical impairment. That means that your doctor or your healthcare professional has determined that you need help with at least two of the six activities of daily living. And this is what they are. They're called transferring, toileting, bathing, dressing, eating, and continence. And let's unwind that a little bit transferring is simply you know getting in and out of bed getting in and out of it, off of a chair um, the, the actual act of moving from one position to the other so if you need help with that that's called transferring the second activity of daily living is called toileting that's getting on and off the toilet by yourself doing all the proper hygiene that is necessary that is toileting that's the second adl the third one is bathing it just, what it sounds like, being able to bathe yourself, clean yourself, keep proper hygiene. The fourth one is dressing. And so that's, you know, most people think, oh, slipping your clothes on or a pair of sweats or something. But it's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more to it also. You have to be able to tie your shoes, button your buttons. And also if you're wearing braces, leg supports, anything like that, you got to be able to get your braces on and off by yourself. The fifth ADL is eating. Now, this isn't you know making a baloney sandwich. This is actually manipulating utensils and getting nourishment into your body. So that's the definition of eating. It's not being able to prepare the food, it's actually being able to get the food into your body to get that nourishment that you need. And the sixth ADL is continence. And that is just what it is. That's just we all I think we all know what that is. That's being able to control your bladder and your in your system and get to a bathroom when you need to go. And so those are the ADLs. And what I tell everybody, I like to just think about this as what we do every day. We get out of bed, we go to the bathroom, we take a shower, we get dressed, we make something to eat and feed ourselves, and then we get to a bathroom when we need one. So those are the activities of daily living. So that's the second way. That's called the physical impairment. If you need help with any two of those. Now, a lot of it, like transferring and bathing, is huge because if you're having balance issues and you can't transfer without assistance, you probably can't stand in a shower by yourself or you probably can't get in and out of a bathtub by itself. So two, it can be any two, but you'll see a lot of those transferring and bathing go together. Um, A lot of times if you have toileting, transferring, bathing, dressing, they'll all go together. Think of a stroke victim. They're going to hit all six of those. So again, these are standard definitions. So the reason why I bring that up to start off here is because Angela is saying, can I use my long-term care insurance to pay my daughter if she's taking care of me? Well, yes, but you still have to trigger your policy. You can't use a long-term care insurance just to pay rent because you moved in with your daughter. So I just want to clarify that and understand that. Now that we understand how you trigger a plan, there's two distinct options of plans out there that will pay you benefits in different ways. And I want to share this with you because this is going to be, you know, this is the key factor on whether you can pay a family member or not, and it's depending on how the plan actually pays the benefits out to you. Now, the first and the most common way a plan pays out the benefit is called reimbursement. Okay, all carriers, or or I should say all traditional carriers, so the traditional plans are the you know pay-as-you-go plans. There's no other benefits in there. These plans have been around since 1974. So as long as you're paying the premium, you have a policy in place. There's no life insurance to them. There's no cash value to them. That's what I mean by a traditional plan. All of the traditional plans available today are going to pay with what they call reimbursement. And all but three asset-based plans are going to pay with what we call reimbursement. So, again, reimbursement is the standard. The two plans that I have are both reimbursement. By definition, a reimbursement plan pays you back for the money that you've already spent. That's why it's called reimbursement. Receipts from your caregivers are required. So you're going to have somebody come in and provide that help for you. They're going to give you a receipt. You're going to turn that receipt into the insurance company to show how much you spent. They're going to reimburse you for that. The way these plans work is they reimburse you up to your monthly or daily limit every month or every day. So if you have a $200 a day benefit, they would look at every day and say, we will give you up to $200 back. So if you spend $100, they are going to give you 100 If you spend $250, they are going to give you 200 because they're going to go up to that daily limit. Most of the plans that we work with today are monthly benefits. So you would have, say, $6,000 a month. They're going to look at the entire month and say, we will reimburse up to that's $6,000 a month. So that bill's going to go in at the end of the month. If you spent $5,800 and your plan had a $6,000 a month limit, they're going to give you that $5,800. If you spent 6500 they would give you the 6000 because that's up to your limit, the 6000 Okay. Now you, they will pay these benefits out until you exhaust your plan. Now, remember, I tell people think of long-term care insurance as a bucket of money. You decided two things when you bought that. Number one, how much money do you want in your bucket? And number two, how fast can you take that money out? So, meaning if you are paying for long-term care services and you've got $6,000 a month, but you're only taking out 3000 well, that other 3000 is just going to stay in your bucket for you to use in a, at a future date. So that's what I say. Unused funds stay in your bucket. The money does not expire. Now, a lot of carriers <clears throat> will do what they call direct pay. So understand that. That is very common. When I say reimbursement, a lot of times, like when my grandmother moved into the facility, she moved into an assisted living facility, the insurance company just sent the check every month directly to the assisted living facility. So there was really no reimbursement going on at that point. So keep that in mind. Direct pay is very, very common. Now, most agencies that are providing care in home also understand how long-term care insurance works. So a lot of them will... Provides you that bill and then they will send it to the insurance company and you can then say, I want the money paid directly to the carrier. I'm sorry, I want the money paid directly from the carrier to the healthcare workers or it can be paid to me or it can be paid to my power of attorney. You're in control of how that money comes. But that's what reimbursement is doing. They're sitting there saying, we're going to reimburse you up to your limit every month and the receipt from either the facility that you're in or the healthcare providers that are coming into your home is what you're using to prove what you spent. Now, here's the catch reimbursement plans are for licensed health care workers only not for family members okay this is what we call formal care so in Angela's case if she has a reimbursement policy she cannot use that policy to pay her daughter to take care of her now there are some companies like Mutual of Omaha actually will give you 25 percent of your monthly benefit so if you had a benefit, they said, well, you can have $4,000 in reimbursement or you can have $1,000 in cash and you can use that money however you want. It's either or. But that's, again, you get a substantial discount on what your benefit is if you take that cash. But in a nutshell, this is not for paying family members. If you are wanting to pay a family member for, for, for providing care, a reimbursement policy is not going to work for you. But hang tight. We're going to take a quick break. And when I return, I will let you and Angela know how you can set up a plan that allows you to pay your family members for care. We'll be right back.
0: Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes, guarantee the quality of your care, and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. A smart and informative way to learn about long-term care and have your questions answered is to join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for a free long-term care planning live webinar Saturday, November 13th at 10 a.m. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. You'll learn so much. Then, when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you. Plans that even have lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Read the reviews. People love working with 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage can give your family. Sign up now for the free live webinar Saturday, November 13th at 10 a.m. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. That's 525LongTermCare.com.
2: The fact is most of us have known somebody who needed long-term care. That's when a person reaches a stage in life requiring somebody else to help with basic daily activities due to physical conditions or a cognitive disease. Now, most of the time, long-term care starts in the home, which allows the individual to stay in a familiar setting. The price for long-term care can be expensive, and it could go on for years. Financial experts suggest purchasing long-term care insurance before you retire. Why? Because 7 out of 10 65-year-olds will need some sort of long-term care in the future. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, now you know where to start. With 525 Advisors. 525 Advisors, local experts specializing in long-term care insurance, and they have plans that are guaranteed to pay you back if you never make use of them. Protect yourself and your family members from the financial cost of extended health care. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live
0: webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525
1: Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio. You did hear an ad. We do have a couple of uh, live webinar classes coming up this month in November here. The next one is going to be next Saturday, the 13th. That's going to be 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, And then again, Wednesday the 17th, that's going to be a 3 p.m. Pacific time and a 4 p.m. mountain time. Again, it's the exact same webinar. We just try to do one on the weekend, and then we try to do one during the week. So if you can sign up for either one of those, you're going to get the same information. And just a great way to get started. Find out a little bit about what long-term care is, what it pays for, how they work, what the options are, what Medicare, what Medicaid is, traditional plans versus asset-based plans. Um, We're going to go through all of that. And then answer your questions at the end of that again. So two of them are on the calendar for November. You can get that information at 525longtermcare.com. So the question this week, we started the show. Angela had sent in a question saying, hey, I might be living with my daughter. I, can I use long-term care insurance to pay her if she's taking care of me? And yes, as long as she triggers a long-term care plan, she can use a long-term care insurance plan to pay a family member, but she has to have the right type of plan. Plans pay out in two different ways. The first one we just went over is called reimbursement. That means they are reimbursing you for money that you've spent. Just think of reimbursement as it's formal care, meaning licensed health care workers. That's the biggest takeaway that you need to know on reimbursement. It doesn't matter whether whether you're in your home, assisted living, nursing home, adult family home. Reimbursement's going to pay, but it's designed to pay somebody that's licensed to provide that care for you. Now, the second way that you can pay or or get paid out of a long-term care insurance plan is called indemnity or cash, which is slang for it. So you'll hear me say cash all the time. That's just a slang for indemnity. Indemnity plans will pay you your full monthly benefit daily or monthly, again, depending how it was set up. So if you had $200 a day, they would just send you $200 a day. All of the indemnity plans that I know right now that are still out there being offered are monthly benefits. So if you have a plan that pays you $6,000 a month, they're just going to send a check to you for $6,000 a month every month at the beginning of the month. That's your money. So remember, reimbursement will pay up to your monthly benefit. Indemnity or cash plans will pay your full monthly benefit regardless of how much you are spending. There's no receipts required on these cash plans. So once your claim is filed and approved, and remember, it's either cognitive or it's I need help with two out of six ADLs, they're exactly the same. Once your, your, your claim is approved, the insurance company then is going to start sending you that check every month up to your, or, or for the full monthly limit, whatever you designed your plan to be. Now, what if you don't need that full amount? Let's say that you've got that $6,000 a month benefit and you only need four. Well, some plans use what we call benefit banking which is where unwanted benefits are left in the plan for future use. So again, just like a reimbursement plan, if you're not using the full amount of benefit, you can leave the money in there and you can use it at a a future date. Now, this probably doesn't make sense in most cases, and here's why. Because if you're leaving that money in the policy, you know, sooner or later you're going to die. And depending on what your health situation is, as soon as you die, if you still have money left in that policy, they do not send the rest of that back to you. So what you have to be aware of is that if you have a cash benefit plan and you don't need that full 6000 a month, because that's what your, your benefit is paying to six and you only need three, just take the other three and put it in your savings account. Because at least that way, that money is going to be passed on to your estate if you suddenly pass away. So the benefit banking I don't think it makes a lot of sense, but it is available. Um, on these cash benefit plans, the, the indemnity plans, benefits are tax-free to you and do not count as income. That's the standard for long-term care insurance. Once we receive the benefits, it's not income to us. But there is some fine print that you need to be aware of on these cash plans. The IRS says you are allowed up to $400 a day on an indemnity plan. Now, their rules still spell it out daily because that's the way they used to be designed back in the day. And again, most of the plans are monthly. So you would look at that and you would say, well, that's $12,000 a month roughly. So I've got about $12,000 a month that I can receive from my long-term care insurance policy tax-free. The IRS doesn't have a problem with that. If you were receiving more, let's say that your policy was paying you $15,000 a month, you can still receive that money tax-free. It's just that you need to be able to prove that you spent that money on qualified long-term care services so that's the catch the irs just says we're going to give you four hundred dollars a day we're probably not going to bug you but if you get more than that you just need to be able to prove to us that you are spending that money on long-term care and if not you just have to claim it as income you don't lose the money now excuse me you are not limited to formal care that's the big difference here with these cash reimbursement plans or cash versus reimbursement. The reimbursement says, hey, you've got to use a formal caregiver, the cash or the indemnity plan says, no, you you, you can use whatever you want. So Angela could get that money and pay her daughter for providing the care. You can use that money to help support a loved one who lives with you, and this is where I really like the cash benefit plans. If you have an adult special needs child that's gonna live with you the rest of their life, or you have a spouse that maybe can't qualify for long-term care insurance, you would be able to just get that money and use that money to provide benefits for both of you. They're not going to question you on that. So that's another advantage of that. So for Angela, who wanted to know about paying you know, her daughter if she moves in with her, what she just needs to know is that she would need to set up an indemnity or cash plan that would allow her to pay for informal care. Now, based on what we just learned today about reimbursement, which requires you to have receipts and and. and hire someone that's licensed to provide the care and cash plans a lot of you might be wondering why would you ever get a reimbursement plans it sounds like you would just go with a cash plan in fact there's a lot of advisors out there that say cash is king meaning that that's the way you want to go you just want to go with a cash benefit plan because once you are on claim they're just going to start sending you that check every month i'm going to tell you right now i don't agree with that i don't believe that statement to be true and here's what you need to know Reimbursement plans do require receipts, and they prevent you from paying a family member. That is true, but they offer several benefits that cash plans don't. Number one, claim support. You've got somebody on the backside of that bill every month, looking at that. There's an audit trail there. They give, give you um, the guaranteed benefits are always going to be tax free out of a reimbursement plan. There's no question with the IRS on that because the insurance company has verified that those expenses were qualified long-term care services. There is zero accounting responsibility for you on a reimbursement plan, meaning you don't have to keep receipts, you don't have to keep records. That's all provided by your healthcare workers, the people providing that services. There's a check and balance built into that plan. And what I mean by that is when you send in that, that well, you're not sending it in, but your healthcare professionals are sending in that receipt every month to the insurance company, The insurance company is looking at that and saying, "Hey, here's the plan of care from the doctor. They're calling for four hours of physical therapy. They're billing you for eight. Why?" And they're going to find out did something change, or was there a billing mistake? And vice versa, the doctor says for four hours you're not you're you're billing for two. How come you're not providing the care that the doctor is recommending? So we've got some checks and balances there, making sure you receive the level of care you need and making sure that the charges are accurate. And that helps eliminate fraud. And folks, believe me, there is a ton of fraud in these long-term care cases, a ton of fraud, where especially home health care agencies where they'll just build the insurance company over and over again for, you know, 40 hours of work when they're really showing up 20. And so the insurance companies will look at that, and they will go back in, and that's your checks and balances, which is nice, which protects your benefit. Now, let's contrast that to a cash benefit plan. There's no claim support, Okay. That's just. Think of it when your house burns down and the insurance company shows up and they drop a sack of money on your porch. I mean, if you're a contractor, eh, maybe you could figure it out. But for the rest of us, we still have a lot of problems. And that's what a cash plan does. They're going to send you a check, but everything else is on your own. Claim support, um, the, the 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 care coordination, the the case management, all that stuff is up to you benefits on a cash plan are tax-free up to the IRS limits, but they're not guaranteed tax-free because there's no checks and balances on what you're spending that money on. So be aware of that. The record-keeping is now your responsibility. The IRS says you can get up to $400 a day, but if they come in and they audit you and they say, hey, we're seeing that you're receiving this long-term care benefit because the insurance companies will send in what they call a 1099 LTC at the end of the year, it just shows how much they paid you for long-term care insurance, IRS still has a right to come in and say, hey, I need to see the, the what you're spending this money on. There's no checks and balances. There's no audit trail on a cash benefit plan. And here's the biggest problem of all with a cash plan. Once you pay someone else for care, you become an employer. So if you're paying a family member, you keep that under the table, that's okay. But as soon as you hire somebody, if you hire your neighbor's daughter that's out of school for the summer to help out, guess what, you're an employer. You're responsible for taxes. You're responsible if you fall and you injure that person you're liable. So there's a lot of downsides that you have to be well aware of on these cash benefit plans. Um, Stick around. We're going to head into our next break real quick. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce you to Greg. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we designed a cash benefit plan for him and why we did it. We'll be right back.
0: Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended healthcare situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525LongTermCare.com. 525LongTermCare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com.
1: And welcome back in. Thanks again. Um, again, we have those classes you heard on the ads there. They are on our website right now for November. The first class next Saturday morning and then the following Wednesday afternoon. Again, the classes are free and we will send you a copy of our book, A Guide to Long-Term Care Planning, which is just kind of summarizes everything we talk about and has examples and a glossary and all kinds of things in it. And it's just really a beginner's guide for you to kind of read through and and get the basic information so that when you're ready to design a plan, you'll have an idea of kind of what's available out there. And we will send that to you in PDF, or we'll even stick a stamp on it and send it out to you if you come to one of the classes. So um, today we're talking about how how do you pay a family member? The vast majority of long-term care plans do not allow you to pay family members, but there are some companies out there, they're all asset-based plans now, which means there's some other value in the policy but there are plans out there today that allow you to pay a family member. And again, remember, cash is king. I don't believe that if you are single and you do not have somebody that you truly, really trust, cash plans can be just a nightmare because that full benefit comes in every month and it can just get spent. And there used to be a lot more cash policies out there in the traditional side and when they went back in and they started looking at them and how they paid out, they found there to be a ton of fraud meaning you know grandma's getting $6,000 a month and they stick grandma in some assisted living facility on the other side of town for 3,000 and the family just pockets the rest because there's just no limitations on that the idea of long term care insurance is to make sure you get the care you deserve the highest level of care and protect your other assets this that's the idea it's not you know there to make sure that we can buy new cars and TVs for the other family members and that's what we saw a lot with those cash benefit plans so just be aware I tell everybody there's two sides to every coin. And if somebody's telling you that this plan is always the best option, run. Always run from that. You need to understand your situation. You need to understand the pros and cons of these plans. Again, I've been in this business for a long time. I have two long-term care insurance plans. Both of them are reimbursement. I do not feel I'm missing out. And in fact, if you move into a facility, it doesn't matter if you have cash or reimbursement because most reimbursement plans are just going to pay directly to the facility anyway. So keep that in mind. But this week, I want to introduce you to Greg, um, Client of the Week. Greg is 64. He's married with two teenagers at home still. His wife is 21 years younger than Greg. Greg. Um, Greg is still working and planning on working for at least five more years. Um, you know, he's still building up his retirement account and his college savings plans for his kids. So, you know, he's, he's in, in the thick of things here. Now, Greg was very motivated to come talk to us after watching a coworker of his get injured on a motorcycle accident. His friend is now paralyzed and in a permanent care situation. So Greg saw this firsthand. He saw, holy cow, you know, he saw what happened to his family's friend. His, his friend's daughter had to drop out of college and move back in to help support him initially. And it's just been a mess. I mean, it's just been an absolute mess. And I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions that people have about long-term care insurance is that it's something I'm going to need when I'm 85, you know, or a 90, <clears throat> and I'm just old and gray and, and and the world's passing me by, but that's just not true. About a third of the claims are for people under 65, and a leading cause of those are accidents and cancer. So just like Greg's friend here on a motorcycle, people get injured in motorcycles, bicycles, they fall off ladders, car accidents. There's all kinds of things that can put you in a long-term care situation, and maybe that situation isn't permanent like Greg's friend, but it can certainly put you in a long-term care situation for you know six months, nine months, a year, two years, whatever it is. So just be very aware of that. So Greg was worried about losing, you know, his income, number one. He said, gosh, if something like that happens to me, I would lose my income. It would be devastating. It would just, you know, I'm still saving for my kid's college, and I need to be very aware of that. And he had looked into disability insurance. His problem is at age 64, you know, there's not a lot of options for him. The disability insurance is extremely expensive. Greg's wife had an existing long-term care insurance plan that she got through an employer years ago, so she was covered. Now, what we found out about Greg during our process was that, you know, he was in good shape physically. Um, So we had a lot of options for him, meaning we could have gone traditional, we could have gone asset-based. Physically, he was in good shape. He was a high earner, but was also saving a tremendous amount of his money through various channels. He had a 401k at work that he was maxing out. He had college savings plans for both of his kids, his teenagers that he was setting up, and he had some various investment accounts. He also had a rental property that he managed himself that was cash flow positive, so he was hoping to hang on to that and use that for retirement income later. And he wanted to be at home. This was something that Greg was talking about. He said, if something does happen to me, I don't want to be stuck in some facility somewhere. Ideally, I would like to age in home or be in home if I can. You know, he watched his friend that was paralyzed. They had to do some modifications to the house. He said, you know, I would still prefer that than being stuck in an assisted living facility someplace. So, again, he was looking through a long-term care situation through the lens of what happened to his coworker, and that was really his biggest concern. Now, he wasn't really worried about claim support, like managing a long-term care situation. His wife was a registered nurse, and he felt that she could manage his care for him, and she's 21 years younger than him. So, again, even as they age, you know, she figured, yes, she could still do this and still manage his situation and make sure that he's getting the care that he deserves. So, he wasn't too worried about that concierge level claim support. Now, how we design this plan for them, first off, you know, we're going through the assets with everybody. That's one of the things we do. The more assets you have, the more diverse they are. What we're trying to do is figure out how do we protect them. Because again, if something happens, the rules before you get any help from Medicaid are pretty stark. You're going to spend your assets down. So, what we try to look at is where are your assets, where's your money? Is there something that you could reposition to move into a long-term care plan, or are we just going to have to pay it out of monthly income? That's what we're always trying to figure out. So we started going through his income. He was 59 and a half. He was over 59 and a half since he was 64, so technically he could pull money out of his 401k. He actually had a very nice 401k retirement account, and so did his wife. But again, that's money that they were still building and planning on using later in life, so that didn't really make sense he had some cash investments and savings but he was hoping to hang on to those and keep liquid if he could and we just kind of kind of went through all this stuff and it was boiling down to where it looked like he was going to have to set up a plan that he would pay into over time that made the most sense to him he thought but at the same sense he didn't really want payments you know he's sitting there trying to save for college he's trying to do these other things and he says if i can avoid another annual payment he goes i would love to do that so as we were going through his assets and his his income, we came across a life insurance policy that he took out years ago. It was a permanent whole life insurance policy for $250,000. Now the key is he had been paying on this the entire time. A little over $4,000 a year was still paying on that. He had a surrender value or a cash value of $146,000. So I looked at that and you know things had changed since he had taken out that whole life policy. And he said, yeah, I I, I got that years ago. Through a job, I don't know. You know, I, I I have a little bit of term life insurance through work, but this was just a plan. I don't I don't know what I'm going to use it for, but you know, two hundred fifty thousand is all it is for death and death benefit. I said okay, but you got one hundred forty six thousand dollars in cash value there, and he was paying four thousand dollars a year for that. So I suggested that we take a look at that and use that. I said, what if we use that existing life insurance that you have to set you up a new long term care plan. You'll still have some life insurance, and we'll you know, not have any payments moving forward. We could we could use that through what we call a ten thirty-five exchange. And so, you know, he was just tickled. Greg was like, Man, that sounds great. That would be the best of two worlds. And that's exactly what we're talking about. What if we take something you already have out of one pocket, put some more features and benefits on it, stick it back in your other pocket? And that's exactly what we did. So we took his Life insurance, the cash value in that $146,000 surrender value from his life insurance value. And we transferred that money directly from his insurance company to the long-term care contract. We did this through what we call a 1035 exchange. And I'll explain a little bit more about that in the final segment, why we did it this way. Now, what this did for him is it provided him an immediate long-term care benefit of $380,000. $380,000 which he can take out $5,264 a month. That's for six years. So he's got six years of coverage at a little over $60,000 a year. That's his initial long-term care benefit. Now, we also put a 3% compound growth on this. They call it an inflation rider. It's not tied to inflation. It just means that this policy is going to grow by 3% every single year. So his monthly benefit's gonna grow by 3%, and his total benefit's going to grow by 3%. So if we go out 20 years, let's just look at 20 years, he is now up to $9,231 a month of long-term care benefit for six years for a total amount of coverage of $716,000. So the idea with this inflation rider is that we're growing the benefit to try to keep up with inflation with the rising costs so that you know 20 years down the road it still feels like he's, in future dollars, it still feels like he has sixty plus thousand dollars a year of cash on his plan coming in per year. That's really how the plan is designed. Now, the death benefit, remember, he had a $250,000 death benefit. His initial death benefit on this plan, so if he goes out and dies tomorrow, is $176,000. So a little bit less than his two fifty that he had, but he's got all this long-term care insurance. That death benefit is going to decrease as his long-term care benefits, and it will settle out after about five years about 146 it will never go below that and neither will his cash surrender value so 10 years down the road if for whatever reason he needed this money he could surrender it he could get his hundred and forty six thousand dollars back if he ended up passing away a hundred and forty six thousand dollars is going to be paid back to the estate so he'll never lose that premium that he put in but remember his long-term care benefit is growing every single year year in year out year in year out it's not going to stop growing So that's his plan in a nutshell. He just took an existing life insurance plan, moved it over. He still has some life insurance. Now he has a big bucket of long-term care insurance, and he's covered. He's got six years minimum of coverage on this plan. Now, there's some other benefits you need to know about this plan. Number one, it's a cash benefit. So this is an indemnity plan, meaning that if he triggers a claim, that 5000 6000 7000 whatever his benefit has grown to is going to come in month after month until he exhausts that policy. So he's got a minimum of six years of coverage. He doesn't have to have receipts. It's not a reimbursement plan. It's a cash benefit. Also, if he uses all of his long-term care insurance, so let's take him out here to age 88. He's a healthy guy. He has $830,000 of long-term care insurance at $10,700 a month. If he used all of that, he exhausted his long-term care insurance, and then he passed away, there's a guaranteed minimum death benefit of $25,000 that's paid back to his estate. So that's what's unique about this policy. What we're really saying is that, look, you're going to get the death benefit minus any long-term care paid out, but if you use all your long-term care insurance, you're still going to get at least $25,000 paid back. I call that the funeral fund. Okay, so off we go. The other thing to keep in mind is, remember, he was paying $4,000 a year in premiums for his existing life insurance. He doesn't have that anymore. Those premiums are gone. We just freed up $4,000 a month or or a year, $400 a month, basically. We just gave him an extra $4,000 every single year that he does not have to spend. And he still has the life insurance and he's got the coverage. Now, the other neat thing about this policy is what we call a 90-day retroactive policy elimination period, meaning he he goes on claim, he's going to pay for the first 90 days of care, and starting at month four, they're going to send him a check for four months worth of benefit, and then every month he will just get that cash benefit. So if you're, you know, let's say that he's up at uh, $7,000 a month of benefit when he goes on claim, the first three months he would get no benefit. Starting month four, they would send him a check for $28,000 to make up for those first three months, and then he would get his check for $7,000 every month. So it's what we call retroactive zero-day elimination period. Now, on the side note, on this, one of the things that we did for him is we took and we put an additional two hundred fifty thousand dollars term life insurance policy in place for Greg, because he, you know, remember he was walking away from a two hundred fifty thousand dollars whole life policy. He has the hundred and forty six now on his on his long term care insurance. So if he goes out and dies, he gets one forty six. But for a hundred dollars a month, we were able to get him another ten year term policy, and he was like, "Wow, that's uh, I'll take that because I'm still saving." You know $3,000 or $2,800 a year in premiums and now we just increased his life insurance basically by $146,000 and that 10-year term is enough time to make sure his kids are out of college and everything so I felt really good about that so we had all the information so we actually increased his life insurance we lowered his premiums that he was he was paying out there we added long-term care insurance on top of it we did that all by just moving some money that he already had into a new plan So the big picture on this, I mean, when you really think about this, when you have an existing life insurance value policy with cash value, you can move that over. The reason why Greg chose the cash benefit plan, the indemnity option, was because his wife was 21 years younger than him. He was a nurse. He wasn't really worried about – or she was a nurse. He wasn't really worried about all that claim support. So look at it this way. He's saying – man, I have that money coming in. If I get in an accident or something, I've got that extra 60,000 coming right now. Pretty soon, it's going to be 80. Pretty soon, it's going to be 100. That money just comes in tax-free. He can use it how he sees fit. So just a really, really well-rounded plan for his particular situation. and made a lot of sense, and you can't you know, win, win, win on the funding option. Take something that you already have, eliminate a premium, get yourself some more coverage, and off you go. So Um, Stick around. When we come back, I'm going to head into our final break. I want to spend a little time and explain to you what a 1035 35 exchange is and when and why you would use it. We'll be right back. New
0: asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. As we age, we can't always plan on good health, but you can plan long-term care coverage to give peace of mind to you and your family. A smart and informative way to learn about long-term care and have your questions answered is to join Brian Ott from 525 Advisors for a free long-term care planning live webinar Saturday, November 13th at 10 a.m. 525 Advisors will explain how long-term care works, what the coverage pays for, and you'll discover all the new options and different ways to fund a plan. You'll learn so much. Then, when you're ready, 525 Advisors will design a custom plan with you. Plans that even have lifetime benefits that pay you back if you never use it. Read the reviews. People love working with 525 Advisors. So get the great peace of mind long-term care coverage can give your family. Sign up now for the free live webinar Saturday, November 13th at 10 a.m. Go to 525longtermcare.com. That's
2: 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us, but the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525LongTermCare.com.
0: Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525LongTermCare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525
1: Advisors. And welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio. Um, thanks again for tuning in. You did hear the ads there for our upcoming webinars again next Saturday. That's going to be 9 a.m. Pacific Time kickoff, 10 p. or 10 a.m. Mountain Time and then the following Wednesday, um, we're going to have a three in the afternoon Pacific time, four in the afternoon Rocky Mountain time, depending where you're at. And all that information is on our website at 525longtermcare.com. And again, when you sign up for one of the classes, there's no software that you have to download. I was just on another national webinar last week and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, you got all these executables and Oh, there's an update available for this, that. You don't have any of that with us. All you're doing is you're signing up. They're going to provide you a link. You just click on that link, and you can watch the class on in a browser. So you can do it on your smartphone, on your tablet, on your computer. It doesn't matter. And when we get through with the presentation at the end there, we answer your questions. And so you're going to see all those questions coming in live. We're going to respond to those. And just that's really my favorite part of the class because that's where we get you know the, I think the best part of the education people ask questions and that's what we do we love those classes so again next saturday and the following wednesday you can sign up for one of those classes at 525 longtermcare.com um so today we were we were talking a little bit about um just you know how do you pay a family member and you just have to be aware that that is available you can pay a family member for long term care services but you have to have indemnity plan or what they call a cash benefit plan meaning that once you go on claim it's going to pay cash so just keep that in mind there's three carriers out there that we use on a regular basis that offer a true cash indemnity plan and they are popular again for the right situation if you're a single female that's 65 with no kids i am not going to recommend a cash indemnity plan i I think that that's I, i think that There's so much more value in having that concierge claim support that comes with the reimbursement type of plans. And so we always want to look at your situation and show you the pros and the cons of the different types of plans out there as opposed to saying that, you know, here's the plan that we sell. This is always the best. That's not what we do. We're an independent agency. We always look at all the different carriers and try to figure out what is the best fit for your situation. Now, we had our client of the week, Greg, One of the things that was fascinating about him is that he had this life insurance policy that had cash value in it. And I'm very familiar with this. I've got whole life policies on both of my children from the day they were born because I use them as a savings vehicle because you can grow that money tax-deferred and you can actually access that money tax-free if it's done correctly. And there's a lot of tax advantages to a whole life policy. The downside is if you go to surrender one of those policies and you have more money coming out than you've paid into the plan... Well, then you got to pay tax. That becomes a taxable event. So that's what the situation was with Greg. Greg had one hundred and forty-six thousand dollars of cash value, excuse me, but his actually cost basis, the amount of money that he put into that, was less than one hundred and forty-six thousand. So that means if he just called up the insurance carrier and said, "Send me the one hundred forty-six thousand dollars," he would then get a ten ninety-nine, and he would have to pay tax for the gain in that contract. However. Under the 1035 exchange rules, the Pension Protection Act allows us to take cash value in a life insurance policy and move it over to a long-term care contract, and we can do that tax-free, and that's exactly what we did for Greg. We took the 146. He did not get the money. We moved it from one insurance carrier to another insurance carrier through a 1035 exchange, and he does not have to pay any tax on that gain. And now if he goes on claim and he pulls that money out for long-term care, it still comes out tax-free. So that's the nice thing about that. You can also use a 1035 exchange in an annuity contract. So if you deposited $100,000 in an indexed annuity or a deferred annuity and now it's grown to $200,000, well, if you surrender that policy or you access that policy to use it for long-term care, you're going to pay tax on all the gain. If you take that money out, that $200,000 out, and you deposit it with a long-term care contract with an insurance carrier and get that long-term care insurance, you're also going to get all that money out tax-free, but you're also going to get leverage. So that $200,000 could turn into $600,000 of long-term care insurance. It would all come out tax-free. So the 1035 exchange is a very powerful tool that is often overlooked by advisors. And it drives me crazy. I see a lot of people get these whole-life cash um, uh, or whole life insurance policies that have cash value, and they'll reach a point where their dividends are earning, you know, like $4,200 a year of dividends, and their p- the premium is 4000 so they just let the dividend pay their premium. Well, what happens is they start eating away at the cash value, and pretty soon they're reducing their death benefit and they're reducing the value of the policy. And that is very common among insurance professionals and financial advisors say, oh, just let let, let the dividends pay the contract for you right now. And it's like, no, no, no. What you want to do, what Greg was doing, which was great, is he was still paying that $4,000. He still had that full cash value. We were able to eliminate that payment for him by moving that policy over. And so keep that in mind. If you have a whole life insurance policy or you have a – just think of it as a permanent life insurance policy. If you have a policy that has a surrender value – or what we call cash value, it's called surrender value, meaning if you called the insurance company and you said, I wanna cancel my plan, and you would get some money back, we can use that money to move that over into a long-term care contract. If you have gain in that contract, we would do a tip 35 exchange. If there's no gain in it, you could just surrender and get that money out and use it how you see fit. So that is something that is just a very um, overlooked option that a lot of people have and especially for the working professionals. I know there's a lot of, you know, dentists and doctors and and working professionals out there that had to go out and get life insurance when they were early when they were young in their careers to, you know, to satisfy a bank maybe for a loan to get up and get going to build out their office. Well, a lot of times, you know, their kids are grown now, they've moved past that, they've got money in the bank. They don't necessarily need that whole life policy anymore. We can take that, you would still have some death insurance we can move that over, and now you have long-term care insurance and you have death benefit, and you can get all the money out of that policy tax-free. So that's just a really wonderful thing to keep in mind that you can do. So again, um, thanks to everybody for uh, tuning in, and if you have a question for us, please just go to our website at 525longtermcare.com, click on the radio tab, and you'll see send a question in there. We love getting the questions. We also have a couple of classes coming up here in November, so you can sign up for those. And just kind of poke around that website when you're there. We've designed that website kind of, it's like an onion, just keep peeling it back. You're going to see we have a glossary on there and we got examples. And we've got a lot of information on there that you can use. I tell everybody, be your own advocate when it comes to your planning for long-term care insurance. I see people come into my office all the time that bought a policy a bunch, you know, 10, 20 years ago, they have no idea what it is. And a lot of times those companies aren't even servicing those policies anymore, and so what we're always trying to do is say, look, be aware of your options. And then when you sit down with us, we're going to be able to walk you through what we consider the best companies out there. I'll show you what we did, what I did for myself personally. I think, you know, insurance is only important when you need it. And for a lot of us, hopefully it's way down the road or it's something that we don't need. And that's where those asset based plans are going to work out great. Like Greg, he's got coverage if he needs it today. But if he doesn't, that money's going to be paid back to his estate. He's never going to lose a dime. And so there's a lot of options out there. But again, you miss any of the show, you get the podcast at our website, 525longtermcare.com. We'll be back next week with another new show. Thanks so much. You've been listening to Long-Term
0: Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com.